All right, hola, 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 and welcome to Ayuda, I Feel Spanish. This podcast is for all you guys who tanked Spanish class because there are so many of you, myself included. But at the same time, it is dedicated to all the, all caps, fun elements of teaching Spanish. I am Jameson, your new virtual Spanish teacher, and join us as we try our darndest to teach my student, Michael, or as we call him in Spanish, Miguel, as much conversational Spanish as we can in one summer. For the past few weeks, we've been trying to get a sense of where Michael is at with his Spanish. Now remember, like I'm trying to focus on getting him as conversational as I can. I'm not as concerned with so much with accuracy and grammar, but more concerned with, can he communicate? He's studied Spanish here and there throughout school, and now his focus is to speak throughout his life. He's gonna be doing what, Michael? Please do tell us, what is your goal? Hola, mi profesor. <laughs> hola, hola. Good to talk to you. Uh, si. Muy buenos dias. My goal is to travel to Mexico. I'm going to make it personal, and Judy and I are going to travel to Mexico. Uh, I don't know exactly where, and I also don't know if it's exactly going to be Mexico, but we are going to travel <laughs> to a Spanish-speaking place, and I'm going to use <laughs> oh, that Spanish. In which our entire podcast premise has now crumbled. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, you said we were, we were juggling with Madrid. Um Okay, we were so we're going to Mexico, baby. <laughs> nope, just, just, just Mexico. Here we we'll go. start with an M. We are excited for you no matter what. Judy, we are going to meet her again uh, later on in this episode, but we are excited. So come on, guys, and vamanos, as our dear friend Dora says. All right, Michael, for the past four episodes, we've been talking about some of the basic uh, building blocks of learning Spanish, from introductions to question words. Uh, we talked about formality in tu and usted. And then our last episode, we talked a little bit about subject pronouns. What do you remember? I just want to give you the floor and the mic. Tell me what you remember from any of that. So subject pronouns, um, I, I remember a little bit about. So here's what I remember about subject pronouns. Um, depending on who is in the room and who you are, they are liable to change. But basically, a subject pronoun is any way to address the subject that you are referring to without saying their name or labeling like what it is that you're talking about. So we have, um, for, for, for you, we have two, mm -hmm. right? For I, we have yo. Oh, well, reverse it. For two, we have to and usted. Usted is the respectful way to say you. Um, so there are actually two ways, depending on the context. And then we have yo, which is I. Um, mm -hmm. And then we, we get into the more specifics um, in terms of like talking when there are other people present in the room or you're talking about other people that are not here. So you have el, like he, mm -hmm. ella, for she, Killing usted. It. We already mentioned, and then if we get into multiple people, there's um, uh, nosotros, nosotros, nosotros for mm -hmm. we, we like um, collectively, and then uh, th there's one, there's another one, vosotros, but I'm pretty sure that's specific to Spain. Oh yes, what is that expression that I gave you? It's something about a plane. 
Oh boy. It's very easy if you can remember. Okay. Uh, my expression that I love, shout out to my former students, <laughs> is take your plane to Spain for vosotros. <gasps> Just a reminder that we use the subject pronoun vosotros and vosotras in Spain specifically. And so mm. our fun way to do it was take your plane, take your plane to Spain. Uh, all right. So we do have the nosotros and nosotras. Okay. Michael, why can you yes. not say nosotras? I cannot say nosotras because nosotras is because I am a man, as they say. <laughs> I identify as a male. Okay. And most people get a get a masculine read on or a, excuse me, a male read on me. <laughs> so when they see me. A lot of people think that's a male. And so, therefore, I cannot say no so tras because I am a man. And therefore, because I'm present in there the is. language realm of yep. Espanol, we then change the, the, the subject pronoun to the masculine form. Exactly you right. So it has when... nothing to do with your preferences or your personality. It has everything to do with the grammatic, grammatical rules. Yeah, you're totally right. I mean, and when we do have a mixed group, uh, I know as controversial as it can be right now in America, we do say that the masculine form trumps the feminine form when there's a mixed group. And even if that's one male or one masculine item in the midst of 55 other females or feminine mm -hmm. uh, labeled and articled items, it's still going to go with the masculine because it's a mixed group. So we do go with nosotros. Uh, we have vosotros and vosotras. And then just as a reminder, how would we say they if it's a group of all guys? Ellos. Love it. All girls? Ellas. And then if it's a group... And, and oh, yeah. is something I can say, right? Totally, because are you part of the group when you are saying they? No. Exactly right. So if you're not part of the group, you can say vosotras because you're saying, hey, y'all. Uh, you can say ellas because you're saying, hey, they, those right. girls or those feminine articled uh, items or objects or things, uh, you are not a part of that. Now, if you want to say, hey, you guys, what could we use? If we're in anywhere besides Spain, it's going to be formal or casual. Um, just in case there are any listeners here that may struggle from like, guilt if they can't recall things i'm going to be honest here and say that i did <laughs> look at my notes That's for this fair. one and it is ustedes ustedes yeah and the beautiful thing is if you create as a lot of people know when they've taken a language is that classic verb chart which we're going to come to today it has the singular side and the plural side and the fun part about it the grammar fun um is that the singular side usually matches up to the plural equivalent on the other side of the chart. So that'll make a little bit more sense in just a moment, but know that obviously usted goes to ustedes, el goes to ellos, and ella goes to ellas, which we will discuss shortly. So you're killing it. One more little pop quiz question for you. If you wanted to greet me in the morning, very respectfully, what would you say to me and throw in a subject pronoun as well? I would say, hola, muy buenos días, ustedes. Usted. usted. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's great. And did I say I love it? Because I do. <laughs> yeah, if there were that many of you saying I love it, I would say, hola, muy buenos días, ustedes. Exactly. All of my personalities would be present. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So today, dude, we are going into one of the, it's one of my favorite things to teach. And I remember as a classroom teacher, I would usually give this and I would tell my students, all right, if you can track with me for, uh, for today, for our lesson today, if you follow along the rest of this year, this semester is going to be 50,000 times easier for you because you understand this concept. So I'm going to say the same thing to you. If you can track with me today, a lot of what we're going to try and do the rest of this podcast through the season is going to make so much more sense because we understand this key building block to using Spanish conversation. Okay. What I had them do is I would say take out a clean piece of paper that looks fantastic. I don't want any crinkles or creases in it. Something that you're proud of. You could frame these notes at the end. So Michael, for all of our listeners, is taking some notes. And if he wants to today, he is going to have a beautifully clean piece of paper that he will use for his notes. Michael, we are going to sí. title this The Verb Ser. And my cheesy intro is Ser o no ser which you as a theater person might actually latch on to. What does it mean? Well, can I ask for the spelling? Yeah. S-A-E-R-D, or in English, S-E-R. This is a oh. big old Shakespeare thing. Okay. Ser is, I have no idea. Wonderful. I love to that. To be or not to be, you know? Oh my That's gosh, the question. killing it, killing it. Uh, yes, okay, so... <laughs> So our verb is ser, and ser is the infinitive form of the verb. And as we explain, oftentimes an infinitive is the most basic form of a verb. So our basic form of this verb is ser. Ser means to be. For those of you guys listening, ser oh, wait. to be. No way. I actually got it. Oh, yeah. I thought you already wait. knew. <laughs> Oh no, I was totally joking. I no, was just coming that's up the whole with... thing. Oh my gosh, yeah. I nailed it. I'm feeling good. All right, let's so, keep going. Okay, good, good, good. So yeah, we know ser as an infinitive is to be. So the joke is ser o no ser, to be or not to be. Oh, love it. Now, when Michael, when I'm communicating with somebody, I'm not always going to say like, I to be attractive or I to be tall or you to be ugly. We need to do something called conjugating. And so conjugating is the process of taking our infinitive, changing it up so that it agrees with what we talked about last episode, which was our subject pronoun. Are you tracking? See? No? Yes, 100%. Okay. Wonderful. So the whole goal of Spanish is to sound beautiful because it is a phenomenally beautiful language. And we want to we make sure that things are smoothly flowing as we talk in Spanish. So the way that we do that is we conjugate our verb. We are going to conjugate verbs all the time. Can I ever use the infinitive form of ser? For sure. If I want to say like, I want to be a doctor, sure. I could use ser literally in that format. But the rest of the time, we're going to use conjugations of ser. So a lot of you guys that tanked Spanish know these conjugations because this is probably one of the first verbs that you ever learned. Michael. I'm going to give you the option to make what I call a verb chart, and I'm going to walk you through how to do it. Are you ready? Si. Si, senor. I love it. All right. We're going to go si, draw senor. a line down through about, mm, we just, we're going to make like a chart. It's going to look like abs. So it doesn't need to be huge, but you want it to take about maybe a quarter of a page, a little bit less. So you're going to draw a vertical line down. 
Is it a six pack or an eight pack? We're going to go six pack. Okay. All right. And then essentially make that six pack and you want equally distributed spaces so that you can fill them in with our conjugations of Sarah. Okay. Awesome. And at the top of that, you are going to write the verb ser, S-A-A-R-S-E-R, with a hyphen, and we're going to put our English translation, meaning what? To be. Love it. All right. So as I talk through this, I'm going to let you kind of fill in, and listeners, a lot of this is probably going to be review for you guys. So we're going to go a little bit through it, because remember, Michael's been doing Duolingo, He's taken Spanish. Some of this he already knows, and this is a bit of a refresh, but a focused refresh. So we're going to go with yo in our top left corner. And we're going to write yo. And next to that, Michael, do you know how to say like, I am? Yo. Soy. Yo soy. As in the bean. So S-O-Y. Yo soy. And that's going on the same pack of the six pack? Exactly. The same ab? Yep. In the top left ab. (laughs) Yo soy. Yo soy. All right. So the beautiful thing, though, Michael, is that in Spanish, the verb soy by itself means I am. When I put yo in front of it, it's just a little bit more emphasis saying like, hey, remember, this is I. But by itself, I could just write soy. And that means I am. Does yo soy mean I I am? No, it's just more emphasis to the fact that it is saying I. Okay. Love it. All right, so we're going to jump down, same side. We're on the left ab, middle ab, and we're going to write tu, and then the verb conjugation is going to be eres, E-R-E-S. Tu eres. Tu eres. For example, if I was going to trash talk somebody, I might say, like, tu eres feo. You are ugly. Whoa. I know. This is my favorite part because now we can start trash talking our friends, our family. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that, okay, great. Got it. Wonderful. All right. And then, and then that, there's no one left. So all you need is your soy. Yo soy and tu eres. Soy el soy. Soy el soy. All right. The bottom left ab is going to be el, ella, and usted. Because as we go through subject pronouns and our conjugations of verbs, we're going to find out that el, ella, and usted all share the exact same conjugation of the verb. Nice. So he is, she is, and you are. You are is the weird one because it's going to look like you is. Do you know how to say is in Spanish? Es. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. So él es inteligente. He is intelligent. Ella es estúpida. Wonderful. All right. So if we jump over to the bottom right, that's where we're going to get ustedes, which is you guys, ellos, and ellas. So just like El, Ella, exactly. So like El, Ella, and Usted all share the left bottom. The right bottom side is going to be Ellos, Ellas, and Ustedes. Got it. And that is going to go with our son. So Ellos, Ellas, Ustedes, son. They are, they are, and you guys are. S-A-O-N-A? Oh my gosh, the pronunciation, yes. Bien, gracias, señor. De nada, mijo. All right, so we're going to jump all the way to the very top ab, top right ab. And that's where we're going to put nosotros, slash, and you can just write A-S, nosotros, or nosotras. Do you already know? I mean, you've been doing Duolingo. Do you know how to say, like, we are? 
Like we are the world. Um, no. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I wish I did. Uh, I don't because then I would not have a job. So, nosotros Fair. is gonna go with somos. S o m o s. Nosotros somos el mundo. We are the world. Hmm. Nosotros Classic somos song. el mundo. Nosotros somos el mundo. Or That's so because much, we know sounds so much better than we are. We are the world. Hey, we are the world. We are the world. Somos el mundo. Instead, you could say nosotros somos el mundo, and then exactly. people would be like, "Whoa." Now the last one that we're, <laughs> the last one we're gonna do <laughs> is we're gonna take our plane to Spain, and we're gonna go with vosotros and vosotras. Is this the same top right ab? No, this is going to be our middle right ab. Oh, this is the middle one. Okay, I see. So wait, a Spain, a Spain specific um, conjugation makes the six pack. Yeah. Oh, dude, for sure. Because, and honestly, like part of this is a lot of schools don't teach it. I've had colleagues that haven't taught vosotros or don't Uh, emphasize it enough. But then all of a sudden, you go to Spain, and I've had so many former students. And friends of mine that said, I got to Spain and all of a sudden I had to learn the entire concept of vosotros. Wow. Okay. Exactly. So you're kind of ahead of the coif. You're ahead of the coif. Uh, all right. Thanks. So we have vosotros and vosotros is going to go with sois. S-O-I-S. S-O-I-S. Sois? Sois. So we have, as we run through them, we're going to have Yo soy, tu eres, el, ella, and usted all go with es. Nosotros or nosotras somos, vosotros, vosotras, sois, ellos, ellas, and ustedes son. Now, as we're focusing a bit, dude, on your, or not your conjugations, on your conversational Spanish, the cool thing is for all the top four abs, you don't even need to say your subject pronoun because there is only one subject pronoun that goes with each conjugation. Good point. So you could just say like, soy, eres, soy, somos. Exactly right. And that goes, as we continue on into new kinds of verbs, that goes with all of them. The only reason we really use subject pronouns is to draw attention to who we're talking about or to. And that's specifically for el, ella, usted, and ellos, ellas, ustedes, because they all share the exact same conjugation. The rest, you can mm-hmm. drop that subject pronoun. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite expressions is, and this is a modismo. A modismo is an expression or an idiom in Spanish. And this one comes from Spain. It's called soy la leche. Soy la leche, coming from Spain, which literally translates to, do you know? I am the milk. I am the milk. But as an idiom or an expression, it means like I'm the stuff. <laughs> like I'm so cool. Soy la leche. That's And if you really want to if you want to add a little bit more modismo cultural knowledge, you can throw in a soy la leche, tío. Oh, nice. Tío at the end is going to generally mean uncle. But in Spain, often it can be dude. So like soy la leche, tío is like Yo, I'm the stuff, dude. Or like, eres la leche, tío. Like, you're so cool, dude. All that being said, what we have here is ways to use the verb ser. I want to highlight a couple of things for you so that you can actually start to trash talk and describe yourself. 
and mention a few things about adjectives. Michael, how much do you know about adjectives already? I mean, they're colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 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 colorful. They're many, and they. I don't know. That's all. That's about all I got. A large portion of my brain turned off in English class. So here we are. That's fair. All right. So do you want to go with ugly or attractive? Ugly. Love it. All right. Ugly in Spanish. We're going to generally go with singular masculine is going to be feo. Many of you guys have heard feo as ugly. So we're going to use that verb or no, oh, good gosh, that adjective feo as our base adjective when we talk through the rules of agreement. Now, Michael, two things about mm-hmm. agreement. Number one, in Spanish, adjectives have to agree with nouns in both gender and number. When I explain that to my students, I say it doesn't mean that like everything is a girl or everything is a boy. When we say gender, in Spanish, items and nouns are usually labeled with a masculine or feminine article. And so our adjectives, when I describe a table, which is la mesa, that doesn't mean that it's a girl table. It just means that the noun mesa is a feminine noun. So my adjective has to agree with my noun in gender. Meaning if it's mesa, my feminine form of an adjective is going to be fea, the ugly table, la mesa fea. Tracking a little bit? I am. I okay. Am. So when we put it with a noun, an adjective, and jot this down or think back to our listeners through this concept that you guys have learned many times, when we are using an adjective with a noun, it always goes after the noun. That adjective is going to go after the noun. So instead of saying the ugly table in English, we would say the table ugly in Spanish. La mesa fea. La mesa fea. So the adjective... The table ugly. The table ugly. But... In Spanish, they know it exactly. If you say like, "I la mesa, la mesa fea," like that ugly table, um, we know that it totally works. It's just flipped a little bit in English. So we have it agree in gender and gender with adjectives. They're either going to end in o for masculine or a for feminine. So we have o and a as our gender specific endings. And O and A both are singular. So that's our second part is that adjectives have to agree in number. That doesn't mean they're tied to the number cuatro or cinco. They're actually tied to singular or plural. So singular is going to be like la mesa fea. But if I said, oh my gosh, the ugly tables, and I'm talking about these ugly tables, I'm going to say las mesas feas. And we're going to add that S at the end of it. That's number. So the way that we make adjectives and a lot of nouns plural in Spanish is we're going to add the letter S. If it ends in a vowel, you add that letter S, and it's going to go plural. Yep. Okay. All that being said, the best way to really think about this and have it click is think about what you're actually saying. So if you're a boy, and I want to say, I am ugly, I'm an ugly boy, I'm not going to say as a male, yo soy fea. What would I say instead? Yo soy. Wait, sorry, you wouldn't say what? Yeah, good question. Uh, I would not as a male say yo soy fea because that Mm -hmm. A is my feminine ending. Instead, with the adjective, I'm going to say yo soy. Yo soy feo or soy feo. Exactly right. And we can do that soy feo because 
it is uh, just the only conjugation that goes with yo. So yo soy feo. I could say ella es fea. I could say Michael y Judy. Michael and Judy no son feos. And I'm going to use feos. Why, Michael? Why am I using the masculine form for you and Judy, even though she's a girl? Because um, because I'm you know I'm included in the um the people that the company that you're talking about. Exactly right. Exactly right. So when it is that mixed group, we're going to go with the masculine plural. All that to say, guys, when you use adjectives, and my challenge to you, which I'll introduce in a moment, is as you describe yourself and others, think about the adjectives that you're using. Think about what you are describing and make it agree. If it's a boy, if you're talking about a boy or someone who identifies as male, you're going to use that masculine ending. If it's somebody who identifies as female, you're going to go with the feminine ending. If it's a mixed group of a guy and a girl, we're going to go with masculine and plural. If it's only girls, it's going to go feminine and plural. Uh, killing it. All right, dude. Well, that's your lesson. Let's Thanks. jump into the fun part of yeah. our podcast. Even though our podcast is not aburrido, which throwback to our previous episode is not boring. Today, I have a couple of new words for you. You ready? See. And for all of you guys that are tuning in, the way this game works is I have three or four words chosen by our producer, Judy, who we will introduce shortly. Uh, And Michael's goal is to figure out, based on what I say and maybe a clue, what those words mean, and then explain to me how he got there. I invite you guys to play along, see if you guys can beat Michael. He's getting good. We often think he's cheated, so good luck. (laughs) I don't (laughs) cheat. He totally does. 100%. Michael, word number one. (laughs) Hey, Siri. uh, Como se dice? Oh, she got that. That's Did she really? Okay. From me or from you? From me whispering. Like, how how does she know my whisper? (laughs) Okay, and (laughs) next. (laughs) All right. Your first word today is tarea. It's a noun, and we would add la in front of it. So la, tarea, ends in a. It is feminine. May you please spell that? Yeah. T-A-R-E-A-T-A-R-E-A. Do you want a clue? Sí, señor. Muy bien. La tarea en la escuela es aburrida cada noche. Hmm. La tarea de la escuela cada noche es aburrida. Yeah, it's something about... You know, in you know, something in school is boring, and to me, it's like that must mean tarea means everything. Well, you're so close. We go with okay. cada noche. What is cada? Cada is every, and noche is. Every... Think back to our introductions. Noche night. Yeah. So la tarea cada noche is aburrida. Yeah. What do you get every night from school? Oh, Tarea, homework. Si, senor. Thanks. I'm not going to claim that as a victory, but I will say that we we got to it together, and I thank you for that. I'll take it. So, La Tarea, Cada Noche. No, I'm all about it. Es aburrida. The homework every night is boring. All right. Number two, El Hielo. El Hielo. 
And this one has my favorite letter, H, at the beginning, H, which is silent in Spanish. And I swear, if you ever pronounce an H in Spanish, I will come to your door without Takis. And that's all I will say. (laughs) (laughs) No Takis for you. My students, if you are listening, you know exactly. Think of the face I am making right now as I say this. Do not pronounce the letter H in Spanish. Is it the sun? No, that's El Sol. Well, don't I feel like an El Fool? (laughs) Uh, Let's go with this. Here's your clue. El hielo está en el agua con gas y es muy frío. The ice? Nice job. How did you get to hielo? It was it was the context of the sentence oh. um, that you gave me, and I was like, "Oh, it must be the ice in the coffee is makes it cold or something." Um, I, I don't it. remember your exact sentence, but I understood the meaning of it. I love it. All right, number three is el monopatin, and this is something you love, and we have talked about multiple times on this podcast. You love to do it. I love to do it? Mm-hmm. Well, can you spell it? Yeah. L as in E-L-A is your article. So E-L space M-A-O-N-A-O-P-A-T-I con acento. So I with an accent. N-A-M-O-N-O-P-A-T-I with an accent. And El monopatin. Monopatin? Is it to skateboard? Oh my gosh. It is the noun for the skateboard. The skateboard, right. The monopatin, the skateboard. Wow. What's the breakdown of that word? That's interesting. Yeah, so a patin is like a skate, and mono is going to be like mono, as in, if I'm correct, it's going to be singular. If any of my linguistic friends are out there, mono, patin, so like one skate. It is one board that you are skating on. I love it. Yeah. All right. Last one. Number numero cuatro. My favorite, and I'm going to tell a quick story about it uh, when I give this word to you. The verb, it's a verb. It is called dar. D-A-R. Dar. Are you going to give me the story? Yes, I will. (laughs) Yes, I will. All right. So the story is that when I first taught about five, this was five years ago, I had a class and I taught this verb in Spanish 1A and the student had such a good way to remember it. And the way to remember it for him was here you dar. And he did the action of dar. So if I say, hey, here you dar, what do you think dar means? What action am I doing with that? Go. Here Here you go. Okay, you're on the right track. What would I be doing? Like, I have a book oh, in my like, hand you, and I say, here you go. Like you're handing something to someone. Yeah, exactly right. So you're going to go, dar is going to be to give. Dar oh, is to, to give. give. Here, here you are. <laughs> here you are. I know. That's a good one. Good. All right. Well, that's our juego de vocabulario. Uh, here's my challenge for all of you guys that have listened. If any of you guys have listened, uh, shoot us a DM or... Yeah, shoot us a DM. Tell me how many words you beat Michael on in terms of how fast it took you to figure them out. This was a good one. I'd be intrigued to see if anybody got at least three better than Michael. 
with that, I want to turn it over to our dear friend, producer Judy, wife of Miguel, for our Sabes K of the Week. Judy, you ready? Do you know that Sabes K means do you know? <laughs> I do hello, know. Hello, <laughs> Hi, Judy. How are you? I'm superb. Um, hey, I was just thinking about there could be a joke with aburrido and I'm being a false cognate for burrito. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is but a good point. <laughs> we got we to gotta workshop that joke a little bit. Thank you. Commit um, to the bit. All right. Thank you. So my, my fun fact is this. Are you ready, Miguel? He looks like he's half asleep. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mexico became independent from Spain. At the end of the War of Independence, which was an 11-year war, they became independent in 1821. So the war was from 1810 to 1821. And at the end of the war, the first Mexican empire was established. Empiro Mexicano, which is oh maybe the funnest gosh. thing. Oh, my gosh. Look at your pronunciation. <laughs> Gracias. Gosh. I love it. Um, I love it. I love it. So that's it. They're free. They're they free. are free. And it's been an interesting history, as we've talked a little bit about with the revolution that came later in the early 1900s. There's been a lot going on in Mexico, and you'll see a lot of the res residual effects of the um, the war, as well as the revolution that occurred in Mexico when you guys go travel to Mexico, because Judy, I hope you're committing to Mexico instead of Madrid. With that, though, good. <laughs> I want to introduce to you guys your Taki Tuesday. And if you have not yet checked in on our Taki Tuesday post this week on the Instagram, please do. Congratulations to the winner. Your Takis are on their way. And we are excited to kind of have you as the very first Taki Tuesday winner. This is monumental and historical. <laughs> this week, your Taki Tuesday challenge. What I want Michael to do, and Michael, you got to do this, but our listeners, you get to do this. Uh, your challenge is to record a video, send it to me, describe yourself positively in one to two adjectives, and then I want you to trash talk your best friend in Spanish with two to three adjectives. Michael, for you, that's going to be a lot of looking up some adjectives. How do you say, like, he is ugly, he is stupid, she is pretty, she is nice, ba 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 That's what you want to do. For all of our listeners, here are the rules. In order for you to be considered, you have to have, one, sentences that agree in both gender and number. So if you're talking about a boy, make sure that you are using the masculine singular form, and if it's a girl, feminine singular. If you are a self-identifying male, you're going to go with masculine singular. And if you're a self-identifying female, you're going to go with feminine and singular. I have to hear and see in your video that you are able to have some agreement. That's what we're focusing on is how to agree our adjectives with Sarah. It is Sarah plus adjective. Send your videos, put them on your story, and we are going to share our favorites on our Ayuda or at I Failed Spanish story for you guys. Don't forget to be watching some programs in Spanish. And as we conclude, just a reminder, you can follow us on Instagram at IFailedSpanish. As we progress through the series, as you guys are seeing, we're starting to do more and more exciting and interactive projects and challenges that we call Taki Tuesday. If you have not, please, please, please join our email list, which that link is at our bio, or it's in the bio at IFailedSpanish on Instagram. And even if you didn't feel Spanish, that's okay. 
join us on this exciting journey and help our baby podcast become a fluent adult podcast that can speak Spanish and survive in Mexico. Thank you so much, Michael. Anything you want to say to our listeners? Um, yeah, uh, I do want to say something to our listeners. Please do. Um, gracias and hasta luego. Adios. Adios. Ayuda is produced by Rock Rising. Follow us on Instagram at Spanish to learn along with us. Adios. Hasta luego. Hasta pronto. Hasta mañana. Ciao.